This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. It's that time of the week where we are bringing you a brand new episode from the Ops Authority Podcast. Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and I appreciate and I value and I am so excited for you to be here today. I've got a new episode and some new content for you. It's all around the number one ingredient that you need to have to have a business that you love. And I believe as a service provider, and in case that may be new language to you, what is a service provider? A service provider is someone who looks and identifies their gifts and their skills, their experiences, the things that they are passionate about, and they take those skills and they in turn sell them to somebody else. And that is what a service provider is. So if you're here, if you're listening in our community, we are surrounded by what we call operators. So people with an operational skill set, people who are gifted in the realms of people leadership, of project management, of process development, process management, customer support, administration, just all different ways that we show up as an operator. And so if any of those skill sets are the things that you do really, really well, then I invite you to continue to listen to us today. I'm the author and the creator of the Director of Operations Certification Training Program. So we spend a lot of effort in educating and up-leveling operators to become their next best self. We do that through the DOO, the Director of Operations Certification Program. If this is something that is of interest to you, then I want you to run, not walk, over to the directorofops.com webpage so you can learn a lot more about what it means to become a certified DOO and then also a lot about our program. The opportunity for you to join us is open right now, but only for a few more days. In this program, we come through in cohorts. It's very important for us that we create a sense of community. And in that sense of community, it allows you to go deep with a small group of people as you are literally transforming by going through a lot of new content, learning new frameworks, getting new templates, getting new blueprints for you to apply to your business or in your career immediately. The other piece of that is when you're in community, you are able to be very transparent and have those emotional and mindset shifts that must happen for you to up-level. So if you're excited to up-level this year in 2023, I would love for you to check out the DOO certification program. Our applications are open right now through February the 13th. So make a move and we'd love to see you here. But switching gears, I want to talk to you guys about the number one ingredient for a business that you love. It's important. We spend a lot of time working, right? So that time is time that we're spending away from our hobbies, from our family, from the things that we love the most. And so naturally, 
If you want to live a really great, fulfilled life, you want to make sure that the business part of you, that the work, the career piece of you is equally as on fire as the things that you're doing outside of business hours. So how do we make this happen while you are at work? Work should never be a dreaded thing. You have full control. The greatest thing I have seen in my lifetime is the shift from having to work to wanting to work. And the opportunities we have to be our own business, to be a service provider have never been better. And so what do we do? I want to talk to you guys today about some of the things that you need for actually just the number one thing that you need for a business that you love. That number one ingredient is healthy client relationships. So if you are thriving in business, I am positive that you will be surrounded by people, brands, missions that you love, that inspire you, that you are aligned with. And it is incredibly important for you to have this, for you to be in your element, for you to show up as your next best self. So what does a healthy client relationship look like? First of all, it's got to be one where there is trust. Where there is trust, you are going to be your fullest expression. You are going to be able to communicate, to have open communication, to communicate with candor, like I said, to fully express yourself. And a relationship with candor is one that's very, very important to me. It's one of my greatest values, candor with kindness always because it allows you to have a two-way conversation and a two-way relationship. What do I mean by a two-way relationship? It means that you can manage up and you can also be managed. So other people can come to you and can give you their perspective and you can equally transfer your perspective up to them. Open communication is essential for a healthy client relationship. Another thing is respect When someone respects you and when you respect them, again, that two-way thing comes up, but when there is respect, they value you. They value your brain. They value the gifts that you are bringing to their business and to them. And why is that so important? Well, you want to be heard. You have got strong gifts. You've already identified the greatness that you have and you want to be heard. So for that to happen, there's gotta be that respect And ultimately, as a service provider, we're going to be giving strategies, especially at the DOO level where you truly come in as a strategic partner. You want to be heard. You want to be able to have a seat at the proverbial table. Respect, trust, and communication are essential for that. The next thing that I'm looking for in those healthy client relationships is stability. Stability brings us safety. It brings us security. And on the other side, I want the client that I'm going to be partnering with to be stable and secure as well. And that can mean that they are in a financial position to need you, to want you, and to pay for you. So Unfortunately, I have to have the truth talk right here. I've been in situations where I have really valued the person. I have been impressed by the brand. I enjoyed what I saw, but when I got in, the real pull back the curtain situation financially was that they really weren't ready for someone at my level or they weren't in need of my skill set for the amount of time or they plain out could not afford me. So I'm going to be looking for clients who are in the right mindset 
the right financial position, and also have a stability in their personal lives, that's going to put me in the place where I am going to have the healthiest client relationship. And why is all of this that important? I mean, sometimes we just take clients because we need income. And while I know that I have done this in my past, I can tell you today that that put me in the weakest place in my life. It put me in a place where I was in an imposter situation, where I wasn't valued, where truly everything felt really, really off kilter. And it's not a place I want you to be in. And I never will be in that position again. So I always am looking for those healthy client relationships. And the reason I do that is I am on a mission to become my next best self. I'm in a perpetual state of growth and development. And when I put myself in a situation where I am not surrounded in healthy relationships, I in turn cannot be in a growth mindset. Don't forget about the emphasis that we need in the role that we play as high-level operators. We need the ability to be strategic, to lead, to prioritize, to be able to manage tasks, projects, processes, people. All of that requires us to be in a very stable environment that means we've got to have healthy relationships all around us. So how do we make all of this happen? Well, some things that I have found that are the most important here are number one, making sure before you go into relationship with them, making sure that you know their values and their mission. But guess what? Before you ask them and you have the expectation from a prospect, you better have done the work yourself. So what are your values and your mission? Do that work before you ever start looking for clients. And then when you're doing your homework to find out if this is going to be a safe or a good client match for you, one of those very first pieces of criteria that I pull out are what are their values and their mission? If you don't see it on their external websites and social media and whatnot, maybe their podcast, then have that direct conversation with him. Ask them what their values and what their mission is. Now, the mission is probably pretty easy to see, but you need to know their values because what you're ultimately looking for is an overlap. Do you have an appreciation for each other's values? That's gonna put you in a very safe place to have a healthy, thriving client relationship. Another way to make this happen is to what I call work date. (laughs) This could be looked at as like phase one of working together. If this is somebody that you have no idea anything about and you feel you have a guttural or an intuitive sense that this is going to be the a right or a good client relationship, but you're not certain and you don't have a lot of background here, then I would encourage you to go on a work date. What does that mean? Go into a 30 or a 60 up to a 90 day agreement with them for what I call phase one of work. You're still going to come in and perform the exact same duties you would if you were there for a long period of time, but this puts the two of you guys in the safest place to say yes or no together. It also gives you a time-bound commitment. And while this may feel like it takes a lot of gumption and a lot of strength to set this up, I usually hear from leaders on the other end that they really appreciate this because they feel like they're walking in in a safer place, but they also feel like they're being good stewards of financially of their money and of the position in their business. So number one, 
I want you to know their values and their mission. Number two, set up a short phase for the first period of work together. And then thirdly, in that phase of work, that introductory phase of work that you're going to do, make sure you take the time to manage them, manage up, and also allow them to manage down to you. How does that feel? A lot of times we don't understand how that's going to feel until it actually happens. So this person that you're partnering with may never have had a strategic partner. A strategic partner is going to share insights. They're going to read reports. They're going to pull things together. They're going to provide additional strategies for them to be able to move forward and to grow in their business or to course correct gaps that they have seen. So you as the service provider and as the operator, I want you to be bold in that introductory period and manage up. See how they react and respond because you may be the very first strategic partner that they have ever brought in and you want to see during this quote unquote dating period how this feels, how they respond and if you feel like you're in a position where you will thrive underneath this leadership. And let's just circle back to the piece of how much time we spend with our clients and at work. While you're doing that, I want this to be fun. I want work to be fun. And you want to work with clients who are thrilled to have you on their team, who bring a fun element to work. It's in those environments where I've been able to show up and earn a living and work and contribute my best self But at the same time, I've been rewarded with a friendship on the other side. And I know people say all the time, oh, you can't mix, you know, friendship and business. I have proven that wrong so many times. And honestly, it's been some of the most life-giving work that I have been able to do when I've been able to be in such a healthy relationship with my clients that it's turned into a true friendship and then sometimes a sisterhood. So on the flip side here, the opposite of having a really great, healthy, thriving relationship is the opposite. And I don't need to walk you down a big path of what that looks like because I have a feeling that you have an experience in your mind right now, just when I said unhealthy relationship. I mean, think about the client that has frustrated you the most in your journey or a boss or a leader that has really been an annoying pain in your side it's likely that they have sucked the joy out of work. They've made you question if you are worthy. They've made you question if you're even good, if you should be doing this work. They've knocked you down so far that you question everything. That is the absolute opposite thing that you should be doing when you are owning your own business. Again, the number one ingredient for a business that you love and that you're on fire about is making sure that you've got some solid, strong, healthy relationships. Because when you don't, there's a lot of unclear communication, boundaries are crossed, all of a sudden you're being asked to do things that you never ever anticipated or you haven't done in years, or maybe it's completely outside of your scope of skills. And ultimately, we get into a scope creep situation. Now, we've been spending a lot of time here at the Ops Authority talking about scope creep, but this is a great, another great example of how this happens in relationships. And ultimately, when you're in these unhealthy places, you're not valued for the input and the strategy that you can bring to businesses. So it's in your absolute best interest to find a way to understand what healthy relationships look like and feel like. So if you can, as we're wrapping up this episode today, the ops 
activity for this week is to think about the healthiest, the best boss you ever had, the healthiest work environment that you have ever been in. What was it for you? Why don't you open up a Google Doc or open up or write write down, just do some written reflection on what that looked like for you. In this podcast today, I've shared with you some of the things that matter to me in healthy relationships, having that trust, that open communication, having respect for one another, allowing me to be heard, having and partnering with a stable company that's able to pay me, that is stable in their own business journey. Those are the things that are important to me. But I want you to do the same thing. Add on to that list. While I feel like those are universal, I want to hear from you. In your experiences, what provides you a healthy client relationship? Go ahead and post that in our private Facebook community. You can find it by going to theopsinsiders.com. We continue the conversation from our podcast every single week in that private Facebook group. And I welcome you to do this today. This is really, really important information for yourself. I want not only to guide you and to lead you down the thought process that I have, but I want you to add your perspective to it so that when you're looking for your next client, when you're sitting in your next prospect meeting or your coffee chat or your discovery call, or you're at a local networking event, you're running this all of this information through your mind to figure out if you're on the right path and if this is a place where you should really trust. So again, don't forget, if you're an operator and you're wanting to come in at a high level, these are the kinds of conversations that we're having inside of the certification program. We are kicking off here in just a couple of days and our application period is closing up on February the 13th. Friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It is so important as a leader to so many women who are building service-based businesses to find a way to show up with the greatest amount of ease so that you can become, you're free to become your next best self. Healthy client relationships have allowed me to change my game. They have allowed me to up-level into new heights. And I'm not just saying these words. They've allowed me to come in in a VA mindset and step all the way in to a chief of staff, a director of operations level, a strategic partner level. But if you don't have that foundation of a healthy relationship, you will never be in a safe place to become your next best self. Alrighty, friends. Thank y'all for hanging out with me today. I look forward to seeing you guys or you hearing me in next week's episode. You guys have a fantastic week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.